We're in the middle of Simon Kufnan Dalit Siv Gimel. We're up to the remote. So we saw till now that Tashmisha Kedusha have a din of Kedusha itself. And if something happens to it, if it gets old and it gets unusable, you have to put it into Gniza. You can't be Mavaza it because it has Kedusha. Of them Zagdirma Agov, Vedafke Hadover Shemenichem Behem, Devar Hakedusha Ba'atzmai Lepa'omim. Dafke is something where you put the Chayfet Shel Kedusha in this, and it actually touches this, at least sometimes, then that thing that holds it and is touching it is considered Tashmisha Kedusha, or alternatively, Oishanasas Lekovit, meaning even if it doesn't touch it, but it's made Lekovit of the Kedusha. Kegoin, Hamichse Sha'al HaKroshem Sha'al HaSvarim. In those days when they had Svarim, they used to take a piece of wood for the cover of the Sefer on both sides of the paper, they had a piece of wood that held all the papers of the Sefer together. So on either side, the co- in other words, what we have today as a cover used to be a piece of wood on each side, and then they used to cover the wood with a nice cloth or with a silk. So that cloth that's covering the wood, the wood would be called Tashmisha Kedusha because it's actually touching and supporting the actual Sefer, which is the Kedusha. The silk or the nice uh, material that's covering the wood is not considered Tashmish the Tashmish, because the point of that is, even though it's twice removed from the Sefer, in other words, it's not touching the Sefer, it's touching the wood which is touching the Sefer, but still, since the function of this material is to be Mechabed the Sefer, that the Sefer should be covered nicely, so since it's a covet for the Sefer, it's considered a Tashmish for the actual Sefer, even though it's not touching the Sefer, and that has a din of Tashmish Kedusha. But if on top of this silk you put a plastic that this should cover the silk, that the silk shouldn't get dirty, so that's a tashmish tashmish. This is serving the silk, which is a tashmish. A tashmish tashmish we saw doesn't need gniza. Now, this that the Ramah says that the first case he said it's not something which is the covet but something which the Kedusha is actually touching it. So the Mishabura quotes a Prima Godim. Mishabura says, Zeklal, something which actually touches the Hefts of the Kedusha itself without a Hefzik. Like let's say a box that's holding the Sefer Toy, or let's say an Oren Kodesh. Even though it's not only the covet, a big part of the tachlis of the Oren Kodesh is to be shaymer the Sefer Torah. You don't want the Sefer Torah just lying around in the open. So it's meant as a makam to store the Sefer Torah. It's also the covet because the Sefer the Oren Kodesh is a very nice box which holds the Sefer Torah. But it's for both. It's it's sai the covet and sai the shmir. So then, since it's also touching the Sefer Torah, beli hefsik, so that's why it's considered tashmisha kedusha. However, this Mishnaburi is schwer because we saw previously in the Mishnaburi in the previous year, it's at the end of Sifkat and Tess, when he's also talking about an Argiz, which is the Chayr and Oren Kodesh. And there he says, even though it's not touching the Sefer Torah because it's touching the Atzei Chaim, the Atzei Chaim are Tashmishai Kedusha, so the Chayr, it's not touching the Gufa Kedusha. And there he said, Afal Pikein, the Oren Kodesh is considered Tashmishai Kedusha because it's the Kovit. Here he's saying that it's a big function of it is the Shmir. So Tzorachin had to be miyash of these two Mishnaburas. But upon this Mishnabura, what he's saying, B'Shem the Primagodim, is that something which actually touches the guf of the Sefer Torah, the guf of the Kedusha, even though it's not only the Kavit, because if it's the Kavit, it doesn't have to touch it. 
like we said, by the case of the silk, which is covering the wooden covers of the Sefer, even though the silk isn't covering the Sefer, if it's the covet for the Sefer, that itself makes it a din of Tashmisha Kedusha. But something which is not only the covet, but it's a little bit the covet, even though it's also a lot the Shmira, there, if it's touching the Sefer Torah itself, it's touching the Sefer itself, it has enough Tashmisha Kedusha. However, if it's not, if it's only the Shmira, is Mevur and this Meshavur B'Shem De Prima Godim, then even if it's touching, that wouldn't be considered Tashmisha Kedusha. The Raya to the Prima Godim, where he's coming from, is because Vaiter in this Sif will see that if you have in the wall of the Bismedish, there's an indentation in the wall where the wall is like carved out. It's, 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 it's bumped out. And the Sefer Torah sits in there. In other words, it's a shelf built into the wall of the Beis HaKnesis. So there, it's not covered whatsoever. There's nothing pretty about it. It's only the Shmir. There, the Ramah seems to say that that's not considered Tashmisha Kedusha. So from there, the Primagodim is learning that something which is only the Shmir and not covered at all, even though it's touching the Sefer Torah, doesn't have a din of Tashmisha Kedusha. However, Bialach over here, the Ramaskal Vidafke, argues on this. And the Bialach says anything that touches the actual Kedusha, even if it's only the Shmir, and absolutely not covered. the fact that it's touching the Kedusha gives it a Shem of Tashmisha Kedusha. So what are you going to do with the Ramal later, Benegea, that bump out on the wall of the of the Bismedish, that using that for the Aran Kedush, that's not considered Tashmisha Kedusha. So he's Matche, because over there, you have to say that the Sefer Torah doesn't actually touch it, because usually in that bump out on the wall, they put him at Pachas, and the Sefer Torah is never really sitting on the wall itself. It's sitting on a cloth, so Mamela, that's why it's not called Tashmisha Kedusha. But had it been touching the actual wall, it would have been Tashmisha Kedusha, even though it's only Le Shmir. And the Bialacha seems to agree to this, so that Lechayr seems to be the Pesach Alacha. Anything that touches the actual Kedusha, even if it's only made the Shmir and not Le Kavid, gets a status of Tashmisha Kedusha. Something which is Le Kavid, then he doesn't have to touch the Kedusha itself. The fact that it's Le Kavid, that itself is enough. That's why if you put crowns on top of the Sefer Torah, the crowns are sitting on the Atzechayim. So it's not sitting, it's not touching the Kedusha, it's touching the Atzechayim, not the Sefer Torah. But it's there to give covet for the Sefer Torah. And the same thing, the pointer, if it's hung on the Sefer Torah as an ornament, again, that's a covet for the Sefer Torah, and therefore would be considered Tashmisha Kedusha. Zogder Mo'avayitr Hago, Yesh Aymrim, Dele Mikri Arna Kodesh, that's what we just mentioned before. An Aaron that's built into the wall of the Shul, and the only purpose of this Aaron is only the Shmira, so that's not considered Tashmisha Kedusha. So again, according to the Primigodim, this is even if it's actually touching the Sefer Torah, if it's only the Shmira, it doesn't have the Tashmisha Kedusha. According to the Goin, it's because it's not touching the Sefer Torah. There's usually a cloth separating the Sefer Torah from the, from the wall. But had it not been a cloth, then the Goyen says the fact that it's touching makes it Tashmisha Kedusha. If you learn like the Primagodim, then the Pshat is, it has to be something which is also the covet. The Shmir alone, that doesn't make something Tashmisha Kedusha. And that's why the Ramah says in the beginning, That if the point is it's Mechabed the Torah, then it's the din of Tashmisha Kedusha. But Shmir alone, not. In other words, if this place that's the, the build-out in the wall where you keep the Sefer Torah, if it's a place where the Svarim get ruined over there, 
So for sure, it doesn't have any din of Tashmisha Kedusha, because for Ket, it's a detriment to the Svarim, and it's not helping them. So it doesn't have a din of Tashmisha Kedusha, and Mutalitl Misham, in other words, you can knock out that piece, you can destroy it, it's not considered destroying or in Kedush, because it has absolutely no Kedusha. And the Mishnah adds, in such a case where it's mazik, that the Svarim are not protected over the other but they get in Skalkal, then even if it's also Linoi, it's not only the Shemir, it was made Linoi too. But since it's Mekalkal the Svarim, so that can't be called Tashmisha Kedusha. And therefore you can destroy that place. Zokt, Dirmo Vaiter, Osr Lechabis Metpachas Shosefer Teire B'Meiraglaim M'Pnei Akovet. Meiraglaim could be as beneficial as a cleanser. And Mamele might do a good job washing out the Metpachas of the Sefer Teire if it got dirty. But you're still not allowed to use it, B'Pnei Akovet, because it's a Dover Seruach, it's a Dover Mos, and Mamele it's not covered for the Sefer Teire. And Huadin Mishabura says, Kol Tashmisha Kedusha. And the MS is, it's really Tashmisha Mitzvotu, because the Sharetzian says, the Mekor of this din is, the Shoifer. The Lach is by Shoifer that you can't wash out the Shoifer in Meiraglaim, Alts Kovit. Now Shoifer is not Tashmisha Kedusha. Shoifer is no better than a Lulav and Tzchach. It's Tashmisha Mitzvah. So you see, even Tashmisha Mitzvah, also, you're not supposed to do a Dover Mavuzah with it. So you're not supposed to wash it out with Meiraglaim. So Kol Shkain, Tashmisha Kedusha. So we said before, Tashmisha Kedusha retain its status of Kedusha even after it was Bolu, and that's why it needs Gniza. So Mamele, you can't do something which is a Hayrodas Kedusha. However, We said you have to be Goynez, the Metpach Tashmisha Kedusha. This is considered a form of Gniza using it for tachrichim, so you're being going is it even though you're using it for a tzayich, using it for a mace. So maybe this itself should be considered a hirodus kedusha. It's motor. Mishabur's lashon is mace mitzvah shetzrochav mutolim al tzarchet tzibur. So Mamele, the tzibur has a right to use the mitpachas of a sefer Torah for it. The some sefer adds a beer over here. Some sefer says that the Gemara says in Mayat Cotton that a person when when you see a person that's nifter. If you stand there, Bishas, Yitzhiyas, Neshama, you have to rise Kriya, because when a Neshama goes away, it's like a Sefer Torah Nisraf. So since Adam Shei Yisrael Shemais has a din of a Sefer Torah Nisraf, so merely you're allowed to use the Mitpachas that was once serving the Sefer Torah to serve the Meis, while a person is alive, Chaz V'Shalom, because we know that you, the Eine Kaddish Baruch Hu Miyachad HaShemay Al-Tadikim B'Chayeim, because Adam Ein Tadik Baruch Hu Shiyas HaTayv Al-Yachad, no one's sure they're not going to be chayted till the last moment. But once the person is nifter, the Neshama has a status of a Sefer Torah, and therefore you could use the Mitpachas Tachrichim for a Meis. However, the Mashmois is still, you can only do it for Meis Mitzvah. Someone else that has other options where to get Tachrichim shouldn't be able to do this, as always Mavur in this Halacha. Zogdu Mechaber Vaiter Sifhei. Sefer Torah Shabala. So here, even though all Tashmishe Kedusha, the Halacha is, you have to be going, is it? In other words, you can't just throw it around. It has to be put away because it has Kedusha. Sefer Torah, Shabala has an added Chumr. Now when we say Sefer Torah, Shabala, Mishabura says it doesn't mean Davka Sefer Torah. It's Hu Adinaviyam Aksuvim that are written Beklaf, Ubeglilu, Bedyoy, like a Sefer Torah is written. Paiskim add Hu Adin Megillus Esther, which is Ksuvim, even though it doesn't have any Shemus. But if it's written like we have, Beklaf, Ubedyoy, the Glila, that also has this, this Chomer that we're going to mention in a second. And who had in the Parshish of Tefillin and Mezuzahs, the Paiskim say, also have this din. 
What is this din? So this din is In other words, you bury it not the way it is. You bury it in a klicheres. And the reason to put it in a klicheres dafke is because we're trying to make sure that it doesn't get disintegrated. We want it to last. So klicheres we find in the pasuk you put something in klicheres the manyam duyam rab klicheres keeps something intact. So mainly you put in a klicheres and you make sure that it's waterproof as well, so it bedavke shouldn't get destroyed and should stay intact. In addition, zakta mechaber v'goyin zin oise bekever talmud chacham. You put it in the kever of a Talmud Chacham, and the can bring down, doesn't mean mamish in the kever of Talmud Chacham. It means next to a Talmud Chacham. This is vaiter, the covid for the Sefer Torah. And the gather of the Talmud Chacham, Zakta Mechabra, Afila Eina Yalla Shaina Halachas, Olashimish Talmud Chacham. It's enough if he knows Mishnais and Brises, even though he doesn't know Gemara. That's enough of a status for Talmud Chacham in order to be able to bury it next to him. But Amiratsim, who don't know Mishnais and Brises, you clearly shouldn't put it next to them. The place can bring down, it's not a chiv to put in a klicheres, faket. It would, according to most paiskim, it would be better not to put it in the ground at all. Leave it in a gniza, like you find in the, you know, the Cairo gniza, I'm all there were gnizas in the shuls, where they put all these things, for Shabalu. That would be a better option. In other words, just put it in a safe place that it shouldn't come day bezoyin. Chiddush is, if you want to put it in karka, you could put it in karka. But make sure you give it its proper cover that it shouldn't get disintegrated and put it dafke into a klicheres. In addition, also put it next to Tamid Chum, which seemingly the minute today is we're not so makbed on that part, but we are makbed on the part of putting it in a klicheres. Now this is dafke b'negeye sefretayir neviyim eksuvim, like we mentioned, parashis tefillin mezuzas, megillus ester. But regular kizveh kaidish like svarim or chodaymeh, there, you don't have to have this added chumrah of putting it into klicheres. You can put it in other things, in other kalim as well, and bury them. However, you're not allowed to burn it. And that applies to other svarim as well. Because burning it, even though it doesn't bring it to the day but you're being mashchas, it be a dime. And that's an iser. It could be it's even iser the rice, it's a child in the place, if it's iser the rice, if it's iser the rabon, the rambam calls it, ha-ma'abed kizve kodesh over belav. It says, le-sasen kein l'shem le-keichem. It says, we badet him, you should be ma'abed of Eidizor. And Lissasen came to Shemal Lekeichem. To Kizvikaidish, you can't do that. So, Mele, who had in Tashmisha Kedusha, also Zaktamisha, also you cannot burn. But you could bury them. However, it doesn't have that additional chum. You don't have to bury it. Now, the Paiskim do bring down. Mitzvah maybe at the end of the seminar will uh, go through a lot of Halachalamais and Shemis. But the Paiskim bring down that. When we're discussing over here burying svarim and we're discussing svarim that are ripped up and you can't use them anymore. So then you have to be gainiz them. You don't have to put in a klicheres, but you have to be gainiz it either in a gniza or you put it bekarke. But svarim that are in perfectly good condition, but you have too many of those svarim. Or like today, they keep coming out new prints. And you have an old print. Let's say you have a mechizchinag, the old print with all the Rosh Tevis. Nobody learns such a savior today. I've never seen anyone use a minchas from the old print. And you have one that's in perfectly good condition. Paiskim say it's also to put it into Shemus and bury it. You're destro- you, because you're being, that's a bazillion for the Zafir. In such a case, if you can't keep it around and you can't give it to a shul, then put it in a mokam mishumer. Like a gniza would be fine. You put it in a mokam mishumer where it shouldn't rot, but it should say safe even though nobody's using it. But to bury it, there's no heter, something which is in totally good condition. Here we're talking about, again, the Aram Kaidish is getting already ruined. It's old and it's getting ruined. So you can't make from it a bima. 
because a bima is less of a kedusha than an aron kodesh. An aron kodesh houses the sefer Torah at all times. A bima only houses it temporarily. When you're laying the sefer Torah, you put it on the bima. So therefore, it's considered a hirodus kedusha. You can't be moirit mikedusha. You can cut off part of the Aron Kodesh and make it a smaller Aron Kodesh because the functionality is still the same Madrega. It's an Aron Kodesh. From a Bime, you could make a smaller Bime. You can't take a Bime and make it for a Kise Katn for a Bime. What exactly that means uh, is a little bit questionable. Some say it means like a step to go up to the bima. Some say it means to hold the feet of the bima. Upon him, that's considered a hirodus kedusha. So the mechaber v'chein mutar lasis mevilan gadol vilan katan. You have a curtain in front of the aron kodesh. You could make from that one a smaller one. Oi lasis mimenu kiss the sefer tayre. You can alternatively use it to make like a pouch to hold the sefer tayre. Avalasis mimenu kiss lechumish. Is also because we explained before that these vilainis that were used, these are referring to the ones that were used in times of Chazal, and at times they used to use it to wrap the Sefer Torah. So since it was used to wrap the Sefer Torah, you can't use it now for a kiss for a Chumash, which would be Herodes Kedusha, even if the Chumash is in a Glila, like a Megillah, but still a Chumash is not the same Kedusha as a Sefer Torah. So that would be also. And the Mishaburuk fears also over here, Vakalshkin, that you can't use a Mapa for a Sefer Torah to wrap up Nevi'im, and a mapa that was used on the bima to put the Sefer Torah on B'Sha'as Kriya Torah, you can't use it as a mapa on the Omid in front of the Chazan, because till now it held the Sefer Torah. The mapas that you put on a Sefer Torah, however, you could hang up as a tapestry on the walls of the shul, and so too the silver kalim that you put on the Sefer Torah, the crowns of Chedoimah, you could put it on the Amudim of the Basic Knesset, and old shuls a lot of times you find that the bima has like four posts around the bima. It's a it's a it's a stand where the where the shulchan of the bima is on that stand, and on all four corners of the of, of the platform there are poles. And on top of the poles, they used to put these single crowns that go on each atzechaim. They used to put it on top. That's okay. The reason is because you're not being mishtam by hanging it up on the wall or putting the crown on top of the post. You're not being mishtamish with it. You're just parking it somewhere. So mali, if you park it in its place in the aron or you park it over here, you're not being mishtamish with it. So that's not a problem.